The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Hello, listener. You welcome to Leadership Podcast. It is yet another edition of Big Issue. And of course, we are here again. Break the big issue. Bordering on the polity down for you, as usual. Our in-house analysts are here. And for want of time, we will just go into the main thing. And of course, with me here in the studio are Silas Ezegu. You are welcome. Tunde Oguntola. Thank you for having me. Bode Badebo. It's my pleasure. And of course, Kunle Olatsani. Thank you, Judge. And the big issue for today takes us to the National Assembly, where opposition lawmakers of the People's Democratic Party vow to resist any attempt at removing the electronic transmission of results clause proposed in the 2010 Electoral Act, Amendment Bill 2021. The lawmaker said such furtive venture to tamper with a critical component of transparency and credibility of the electoral process is an unpatriotic and mischievous attempt to subvert democratic process, institutionalize rigging, bastardize and frustrate genuine efforts towards credible elections in the country. And of course, Minority Leader of the Senate, Enyinaya Abaribe, who made the position of the lawmakers during a press conference, said electronic transmission of results was the only way to eliminate malpractice of results, including alteration, switching and disappearance of election materials while on transit to various collation centers. He said after due consideration and extensive deliberation in political and security situation in the country, the joint PDP National Assembly unanimously upheld the resolution of the Southern Governors Forum in vehemently rejecting the Electoral Act to remove the electronic transmission from the law. And of course, I think what the opposition lawmakers did was to align themselves fully with the position of the Southern Governors Forum, which had rejected the removal of electronic transmission of results from the proposed amendment to the Electoral Act 2010 by the National Assembly. On those state governor, who is chairman of the forum, had disclosed that had disclosed that the governors were vehemently opposing the removal of transmission of electronic results. And of course, INEC had adopted the electronic transmission of results in some previous election to the admiration of stakeholders, particularly in the September 2020, 2020 Edo State Governorship election. And they said this worked. And people applauded it. Nigerians, not a few of them, came and said it is the best form. Uh, Bode, what would you say about this uh, development? Well, I think... Who uh, is actually trying to remove the the, 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 the the provision in the Electoral Act? For me, the whole thing is happening within the realm of speculation. You know, the National Assembly will soon table the report on the Electoral Act 2010 Amendment Bill be at plenary for consideration. So it is only when this report is tabled and they are discussing it, we now know what is what, what is involved and what is outside, what has been expunged. For now, it's all this discussion is within the realm of speculation. Then secondly, 
just last week, the Senate President Ahmad Lawan also told Nigerians that presiding officers of the National Assembly do not have the power to remove, you know, things from the from the bill. They can't use their power to remove things from the bill. So, the argument is neither here nor there. We will keep our fingers crossed, wait till the D-Day, even though, yes, somebody will say it is good to, to, to raise alarm in case there are, you know, clandestine moves to do that so that the planners of such uh, uh, nefarious activity will actually, you know, uh, uh, desist from doing it. Fine. Maybe for now, that's what this alarm we do. That's the purpose of this alarm. So that in case if there's any plan to do that, the people behind such idea, we actually have a, a rethink. But formally, you know, all these are happening within the realm of speculation. The report is not yet tabled before both chambers of the National Assembly. So once such is done, nobody will be able to conveniently establish whether the trans, uh, electronic transmission of uh, election results uh, clause has been expunged from the amendment bill or not. But some members of the committee on INEC itself that prepared the bill, yes, which is to be passed, first, are said to raise objection. And of course, they said they were going to raise objection to some of his provisions. And of course, from what they are saying is that they are not even aware about how that particular uh, provision was expunged from that bill. How did the provision get into this bill? How? I, I, Kunle, judge, if I may say, uh, I will look at it from if it is true, if the allegation by PDP is true, or if what PDP is saying is true, I will say that uh, I think somebody is afraid of free, fair, and transparent election in 2023. And uh, for me, um, I remember um, um, Dr. Goodluck Jonathan, former president, in 2015. I remember him saying that even if he loses, if he has to lose election, he will ensure that we have free, fair, and transparent election. I would have expected that this government uh, would have built on uh, the legacy uh, put in place by former president Goodluck Jonathan because he, in fairness to uh, Goodluck, even if he got everything wrong, he got the election right, even at his own uh, expense, at his own peril, he got it right. Yes, so I right. would have expected, you said? You are right. Yes, I would have expected that um, this government would have built on that. By now, we should not be, we should not even be debating um uh, 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 transmission of a uh, result electronically because I believe we should have gone past that. So, um, like I said earlier, somebody is afraid of free, fair, and transparent election. Yes, um, you said somebody is afraid of free, fair, and transparent election. Electronic transmission of results. The idea is to make our elections more transparent. Yes. If the electoral act is passed without this provision, for the electronic transmission of results, what do you think are the implications here? Um, <laughs> well, I can say um, if the electoral amendment bill is passed without um, the, um, employing the fact that results can be transmitted electronically, it makes a mockery of the whole process of the election in the first place. So you mean people will vote now 
like now the INEC is doing the consensus voters which is actually online, then you end up now transporting results via vehicles or via personnel. No, it's uncalled for. I think um, the major purpose of the electoral act for any nation is for the general election to strengthen internal um, democracy. So at this point, we might say, like, electoral amendment bill will provide a legal framework which the INEC can, can use to work and perform its um, duties as enshrined in the constitution. So without this in place, I think it's just a mockery of the whole process. Well, I can also say that the electoral amendment bill was on the table of President Mahmoud Buhari for the fourth time in um, during the 2019 general election, but he refused to append the signature to it on two conditions, where he said that, um, firstly, that the, it was like ill-timed because of the relative closeness to the election, as well as this very issue of um, transmission of election uh, electronically, where he said that most um, villages and towns don't have um, internet and all the rest that results cannot be transmitted online. So, going forward, look at the time now. This is almost two, three years after I said that. Are those villages now, do they have internet? I should believe almost everywhere in Nigeria where there is voting points, they have um, internet going by all the election that has been conducted so far. So the best thing for us to do to deepen our democracy is for the voters to have the right to choose who they want in political power. I can say that this whole process will also ensure that votes count. Because in the process where you said total number of um, PVC can be maybe 100,000. The ones collected can be 50,000. At the end of the day, when the election result is coming, you might see 80,000. All this will be averted with the electronic uh, transmission process. So I think it's a good thing to do. And it's such particular um, um, such particular things should not be removed or expunged from the electoral amendments bill. To add to what Tunde uh, just said, I also believe that um, it will save costs. It will save costs. It will save uh, Nigeria a lot of money if we have to transmit results uh, electronically. Because, for example, moving um, uh, ballot papers from one place to the other, you know, uh, it, it, it costs money, uh, both uh, human and um, uh, material. So, for me, if we have to uh, transmit results electronically, I think it will save a lot of, it will save Nigeria a lot of uh, cost. Um, if, yes, if, which, um, even on that issue, you talk about the implications of uh, the elections and policy if this uh, aspect of the bill removed. Even security-wise, electoral officers are always in danger of being attacked, molested, kidnapped, killed, trying to convey results from one point to the other because some desperate forces want to hijack the results and the uh, and uh, change the results, change the figure, add it to their own advantage, using their talks and all the hoodlums, you know, involved in the, in the hire. So, but if they know, for instance, the candidate knows that 
whatever you do, the result already in Abuja. There was no point to to torpedo the result bearer on the way to harass him or to seize the, the documents because already the figures, authentic figures are already in Abuja. So when you, they are, and the offer apart from even you even have bad elements within the INEC who collect money, a lot of them are trying right now, even professors, PhD holders, who want to disappear and change figures to collect money. You find that like, these people are out of business if you have if you have electronic transfer. And we have they've been tested in Edo, tested SUR2, and uh, I'm sure they're going to test it in Amla State. So uh, it is good for us. Well, um, of course, you say you are conducting election electronically with the use of card driver. And then you say, when it comes to transmitting the result, you say you won't do it electronically. That's funny. It's funny. Of course. The <laughs> National Assembly appears not to be transparent about this constitution amendment. Uh, from what most Nigerians think. Because what they are thinking is that a lot of stakeholders, including IPAC, were invited for public hearing. They all agreed that it should be included the transmission of um, results electronically. Removing it means public hearing is meaningless because, for instance, now you invite people to sit down, add their views, and they agree on a thing. And then you now want well, to do what? Go the, behind diff, them. Diff, behind them, you do a different thing. Together. Uh, so let's begin, in, let us begin to look at this issue well, of public. Uh, uh, I'll, 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 I'll say that. Um, um, Anybody that means well for our electoral system, that means well, that's not selfish in terms of uh, having a good, transparent, fair, credible election. They should, in fact, this um, electronic transmission of results shouldn't be a thing of debate. I think there should be a consensus among the lawmakers to pass it into law, to make it a law. Because, come to think of it, somebody was saying something. He said, if you uh, vote electronically, then the results should be transmitted electronically. So, I don't know the debate they are, they are, they are having uh, on this uh, electronic transmission of, of results. And like I said earlier, I think somebody is afraid of something. Of course. Right. Oh, it's here. Yeah. Uh, um, but this is something important. Well, it's a, all this are in the realm of speculation. But you must know that there's no smoke without, without fire. fire. And if there are people who are in the committee shouting, it means that it's private or some information that, you know, some water has entered the pumpkin pot yes. track. So, um, it's good that Nigerians are shouting. Let them know, feel the pause of Nigerians. So that if they had such, maybe they're just filling the waters, testing the air to know whether such a thing can be done and they can get away with it. Of course. Uh, but if they now say, if, apart from PDP the, and the governor, CSOs, Nigerians, common Nigerians are talking. Political parties. Even the common man in the street are saying what is happening. Look, they don't want their votes to what? To be stolen again. Of course. And because of the way Nigeria is right now, there's more interest in 2023 election. And a lot of people are ready to vote. And they want to make sure that that vote they cast will count. It costs trouble if they remove it too. Um, Silas, I, I can say when you said uh, Nigerians, yes, Nigerians are indeed shouting because electoral amendment bill, the goal is to deepen uh, our democracy. And of course, when I voted in Mr. A, 
and I'm very sure that majority of my people voted Mr. A. At the end of everything, I'm seeing Mr. B being declared as the winner of election. Of course, I'll be, there won't be people's cooperation with um, the, 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 the government in power. And even a mudu of rice, a mudu of any, rice any, now any, any, is any, almost any, a thousand naira. So that means a bag of, of rice is almost as well. Nigerians are shouting. Nigerians are shouting. Yes, I go to the market. Things are so expensive. Things are so expensive. Nigerians want vote. Nigerians want to vote people that would truly. Why are you asking that question? Today is a bachelor. Oh, okay. That's true. It's a bachelor. Nigerians want people. Of course. Nigerians want people that would, of course, defend their rights. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I take her to the market because <laughs> the, the job now is not the one-man job. Yeah, so. Anyway, that by the way, mm. that's aside. So let's go to the issue. The issue is that, you see, capital elections, free and fair elections, bring in the kind of people you can hold account, to account. And also to translate to good governance, you know, to the deliverance of the, the, the famed dividends of democracy we are looking for since 1999, yes. which we are yet to see. So. Uh, could I say something important? Somebody is afraid of free and fair elections. Yes, of course. And if they know, you see, the presidents are always afraid of the voter. But if yes. they know that they can manipulate their way, they don't give, give they a don't damn. Care. That yes. is they the point. That is the point. They like room. Like, uh, you see, <laughs> you see, you see, electronic uh, transmission of results. Its importance is that it will enhance transparency. That is it. Because all this manual transmission of election results we've had before has led to litigations. But you see, with this transmission of um, results electronically, we will have very limited litigations before the court. Yes. Because most of all the, 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 the most of the, the, the malpractices that will always land uh, 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 interested parties in court would have been reduced. Yes. Kunle, don't you think this is even good for... No, it is no doubt, like I said, no doubt, it is good for uh, democracy, it is good for uh, elect electoral process. Um, you said that um, the, uh, there are litigations after the elections. Of course, there will be, there will be lit litigations because um, you, you discover that when things are not done right and somebody feels aggrieved, the next thing is to go to court. And in some cases, you see that uh, there are people, there are politicians uh, uh, who, who uh, have their supporters to go into self-help. They decide to, you know, take laws into their hands uh, when they feel aggrieved. But for me, when you have this um, electronic uh, transmission, transmission of results in place, all this, like you said, the litigations will surely reduce okay um it will be there for everybody to see you see but they say the 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 what we are saying is they are still within the realm of speculations but let's look at this situation you see why i say the national assembly appears not to be transparent in this matter because number one what they ought to have done is to call the media and make the bill public and say look we didn't touch this bill look at it but they haven't done so and that is why there's so much apprehension because people believe that the bill has been tinkered with but then I'm throwing this back to you. Come again, please. People believe what people people believe that what the National Assembly ought to have done is to call a press conference, invite people, sit them down, and say, "Look at this bill. My stakeholders. See the way it is. Stakeholders. Yes, yeah. we didn't touch this bill. No, there it is, is no a... there is no need for that. Mm. I just told you earlier 
this thing is an open thing. If it has been removed, we get to know when they table the report at plenary in the Senate or House of Reps. If it is there, we will get to know. So, and that is why, you know, parliamentarians have procedures. So, they work with the procedure. They will not allow people to stampede them into doing something they ordinarily would not do. Like saying, calling a press conference just to justify that there is that clause in the bill. No, there is no need for that. They know they have a procedure. They know a committee has been asked to work on something. It has been done. It has been, you know, submitted. They will wait for a day to discuss it. And Nigeria will get to know whether it is true or false. So there is no... But okay, uh, the only area of concern is that they are food dragging. The electoral amendment bill... But why are they food dragging? There's no time. Soon they will say it's too close to the election yes. again. Uh, now what the one will say? And then the president will not sit on all these suspicions coming up. Thank you. And forget, don't forget that this Senate is the one Nigerians feel most are the if there's anything called rubber stamp so mm. I'm not seeing the National Assembly. Mm. Is there an allegation or one, something? This is the one Nigerians feel are more um, yeah, subservient the, the to the the lackeys of the president. The president. And we know how they emerged. So you know and I, you know there are things they have done that have made people to begin to suspect that they cannot trust this Senate. Yes. You know even the fact I don't want to go into something else. But even the fact that they're even thinking of considering this an appointee of president who is you know who is is who is who is clearly partisan. Even the fact that they can even entertain to table it before them is is it makes people begin to think this in it. What's wrong with them? But uh, you remember the Senate president said something. But some sorry to ago. cut you short. Just sorry, just sorry okay. to cut you short. Okay. Before you continue, uh, let me just issue a disclaimer on silence when he said that uh, the National Assembly, this particular, the this particular Ninth Assembly, is the real quintessential specimen of what we call the robust stamp of the National. Of that, he is entitled to his opinion anyway. But meanwhile, before we continue, <laughs> let's just take a short break, and we'll be back in a moment. Hello, listener. Welcome back to Big Issue. And of course, the topic for today is the controversial amendment of the Electoral Act. So, back to what we were saying. You see, this proposed amendment seeks to penalize any INEC official who knowingly refuses to disclose his political affiliation before being employed by the Commission. The penalty is a fine of five million and imprisonment of at least five years. Let's look at this particular issue. I think it goes, this, it goes this, back to explain why most this, Nigerians uh, are rejecting the appointment of uh, Lorita. What I will say mm. as regard this, mm. I think it is useless and they should remove it. Why? God bless you. Why I say so is that, for example, this uh, uh, woman, Loretta Onyochi, we all know uh, is uh. antecedent. We all know the political party she belongs to. And I expect, too, that even if we don't know, I expect uh, security agencies, even the senators, the rep members, or whoever, to have done investigation about anybody that has been appointed. Because they will not just appoint you and you go to, to INEC as an official. You pass through a process. You go to, to the National Assembly for... For um, what do they call it? Um, screening. So I expect that all these things should have been done 
during the screening stage so if all these things are done during the screening stage so it is useless saying that there will be penalty for somebody who is uh, uh, has uh, affiliation with a political party so what you are saying is that this particular provision in the electoral act is not even necessary in the it's possible. not necessary at all it's not necessary well, um, let's back to anybody has something else to say in that regard. Well, you know, sometimes um, even if they are screening, even by political, by security agencies, they are not always very thorough. We remember how one minister who had um, a forged exemption, an OIC exemption, you know, managed to get to be a, sin, uh, no, a, a minister until her lead was blown. The court just said, she shouldn't have, she didn't need to have an NYC certificate to, to serve because she was outside of the country at the time she was in the age bracket. But in that, she was screened. A minister position, financial minister, what's her name again? Adoshun. Yes. Yes. She was screened and she passed through that training until maybe going on some political issues and, say, and somebody now exposed Sila, her. sorry to cut you. Some of these things, I don't believe that they don't know. They just decide to just uh, uh, how do I put it now? Not to to pretend as if they pretending did. not to know. Yes, pretending not. I don't believe that they don't know. I don't believe that they didn't see it. I think they just pretended not to have seen it. That is my view about. Me. Well, um, Loretta Noche is a member of Buari Support uh, Organization, mm-hmm. and she's also a member of the APC. It's, it's crystal clear that she's a member of APC, and it would be unfair. She's a presidential. It's, it's, it's unfair. It to be unfair to nominate such a person in the first place to be considered as wreck or fine. Yes, because it's, at it's the end highly of the unfair. Day, you will not say okay. Okay, see the thinking. Kule, sorry, sorry to cut you short. See the thinking of Nigerians. Most Nigerians believe that this idea of this appointment. The president's decision to appoint her as an INEC commission is to reward her for all the good work she has been doing as a presidential aide. Oh, my daughter, you have done well. You can move to another level. With such reward, you expect somebody not to be partisan in a commission that is supposed to be unbiased, impartial. Remember, uh, during the, was it during the, yes, 2019 election, there was this woman in, um, in an INEC, I forgot his name now, who was said to be related to, or who is said to be related to the president. Yes. I think he's a, he's a niece or something. Uh, sure. up, to now, up to now, nothing has been done. And if you ask me, um, I think the opposition are not doing their job the way they are supposed to do it. Um, I will believe, I would have expected that the nomination of Onoche. Uh, Bridget Onoche should Loretta. be Loretta oh, Onoche should be rejected if it means going to court to challenge it. I expect the opposition to do that. Well, um, Kunle, I disagree with you that the opposition is not doing its job very well because all this while, even the subject matter here, it is the PDP, the PDP lawmakers, the opposition lawmakers that have been frontal in addressing this matter. Of um, electronic transmission of results. I was a sponge from the bill. APC as a party has no raised issues about it. Too. So it cannot be seen to be silent about it because it is also a political party. 
Is he saying that the, are we saying that the party is not worried about something that will make for transparency in the electoral act? <laughs> That is that is the, you, know that, you, know that, you know that it is should look at the party here. in power that has incumbency factor and can also it also has the mechanism to rig well mm-hmm. if it comes to that. Especially if the party is not uh, so popular at the moment we're going to elections. Okay. So um actually it's opposition that will try to push that agenda forward because they stand most to benefit from the free and fair election. Yeah. If you look at the reverse in 2015, Jordan, like you said, um, Jordan ensured a free and fair election even at the cost of his own presidency. The opposition gained because Jordan was not popular at the time. So if a government is not so popular, they will try to use this, you know, the, their reach mm. to entrench themselves in power by possibly rigging the election using state resources. Okay. So, but if it's a one man, one vote, like the electoral system can guarantee. Then they are afraid that the people will angrily vote them out. That's, and that's why the APC that can that will that is uh, you know explanation why the APC may not be shouting like the PDP is doing because they are in charge. Of course, <laughs> you remember you remember in 2015, Jonathan kept shouting it on top of his voice that even if it means. Losing this election is going to leave a legacy, a legacy of uh, free, free fair, fair and uh, transparent election. election. Unfortunately, this government has not been able to uh, sustain that. Yes, has not been able to sustain Mr. that. Mr. Kulete, they have. Please, okay. Don't say that. In what particular election, or which election has been conducted in the country that is not free and fair? Well, I will say, I will say, the 2019 election is not free and fair. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. But it is you can also sue the federal government to court for that. No, but so Kunle, you just cry, you will see the onus lies on the burden of proof. Well, it was, it eh? was clear for everybody. It's always to on see. the accused. Even, even from day one, we all know that uh, 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 the body language and everything, you know that. Uh, for example, I give an example here now. Um, the not Jonathan's position. No, Jonathan's position. Jonathan kept shouting it on top of his voice. Then, then look at the 2019 election. Um, a relative of the president is in INEC. That does not matter. I'm so surprised. That, with mm, Bude, I am matter. so surprised that Kunle is saying that an election that removed an incumbent was not transparent. No, are you saying that? No, 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 2019. No, 2019. Not 2015. The re-election of Buhari. The election of Buhari. Yes, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people actually feel that this party didn't win the presidency. Which and, and, and you could which see year, the, which of the elections, sir? The last one. And you could see the drama about uh, election transmitted through the term means they don't and like say it doesn't have a database and yes. all those kind of man. So Nobody believes that. For me, it's not about the government, it's about the absence of uh, a legal framework that guides the election. Yes. And that's why all of us are saying there should be amendment to our electoral law to have a new one that will be acceptable to all and that we engender free and fair That's election. True. Now, uh, talking about the needs of the president and INEC, it's not an issue. It's the an fact issue. that I'm, I'm related to the president does not mean I cannot pursue my career, legitimate career. The woman is a public servant. She has the right to pursue her legitimate uh, aspiration anywhere. Um, what is me, not acceptable... Me, buddy, let me... No, let I, have me. To, I, have to, I have to land. What is not acceptable is using your position to manipulate 
And if I believe if there is anything against her in that regard, the law enforcement agents are there. Even when the does, uncle does it, does is it out like, of office. Does it work like that? No, 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 for their understanding. No, so when making illustration, we cannot just, yes, she is related and it is naturally assumed she may use her office to do something, yes. Assumption is free. Buddy, my people, my people anyway, are, uh, are so, from the southwestern part of the country. Mm-hmm. Let me try, let me try and see how I can, uh, if I can say the proverb in English. Um, they said, if they give you a hoe, hmm, you are in a farm, they give you a hoe, to cultivate something that there's no way they will give you a hole that you know cultivate in a way that will favor you i don't know if you understand what i'm saying yeah so yeah. the point assumption said, you said what is assumption <laughs> no it's not, it's, not, it's not an assumption we can only bring out issues now that i'm in azakari i know the person he was talking yes. about is i'm in azakari like if he is able to say yes i'm in azakari as Manipulated election of social state. I mean, as I can have done this, no problem. These are factual. Those are facts. But in the absence of those facts, tomorrow it, it might be our own turn to be related to somebody. And somebody will now say, You cannot pursue our legitimate aspiration career just because of blood relationship. It doesn't, yes, our appointment it, might be, you know, uh, improper. You have said, you have put it. Uh, the right word. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our appointment <laughs> might be improper. <laughs> Unlike Onoche that we are talking about, she was not a politician. Or she's not a politician. The only thing people shouted was, ah, why will you appoint your niece into INEC? Forgetting that the president reserved the power to appoint anyone into that commission. But anyone, not in the case of Loretta Onoche. Including his blood brother. Of course. <laughs> the Nigerians, of course. <laughs> There is no any, there is no law that bars him from appointing his son. Come, uh, have you heard qualified? Co- that, conflict of interest? That is a fact. That is the fact. There is another thing like that. that is but what we are saying. it is not in law. That's what we are saying. So, yeah. or not here, to be cut is against the constitution. Law. Because the constitution, you know, put INEC in the position of being an unbiased institution. Yes. And anybody that must be appointed there must be a person of impeach, unimpeachable, uh, uh, clean character. And no non-partisan people. Of course. Onoche is partisan. But this president insists he will go why, ahead. Why, why do you think he's insisting? So because he knows that the National Assembly will oblige him. Is that we should give the National Assembly will oblige him. The Nigeria cannot throw the National Assembly to do right thing. That of, course. of course. I said it before. It's that why are shouting right. about this uh, electoral bill because they are afraid that they can don't trust the National Assembly to do the right thing when it comes to Let me even tell you what happened. They're more like a rubber stamp National Assembly. The letter nominating Onoche was forwarded to National Assembly about three months ago. I was around. So there was outcry. And what National Assembly did was to quietly refuse to consider the request. The request was never withdrawn by the president. But National Assembly, because of the outcry, did not carry out any action on the request. Because whenever there is a presidential communication, for example, the president is writing a letter to the National Assembly today that I want you to approve my loan. I want you to confirm this person, Mr. George, as this, 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 this. 
the letter will be read at plenary. By the next legislative day, the next legislative day can be any day. It can be tomorrow, it can be next tomorrow. That's the next legislative day. It will now be listed on the other paper, presidential communication, for consideration. The first thing was reading of the letter to acknowledge that we have a communication from the president. The next legislative day, you list it on the other paper for consideration. The National Assembly refused to do that for three months. Why? Thinking people we might have forgotten. forgotten. So even the reporters there, the day they now listed it for consideration, they thought it was a new communication. So when we now saw the list, we realized it's the same list sent to the National Assembly three months ago. It means the National Assembly is not sensitive to public outcry. Which is not supposed to be. Thank you, but the that, public is saying. I, I don't know. That, 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 back to what we are talking. I don't know. Supposed to be representative of all yes. of us. All of us. Yes. Like I said, but then, good, yeah. but then, with it. we can't blame them yet. Like I talked, like I said earlier, there is a procedure in parliamentary practice. Now, the procedure is this: the National Assembly will not because people are shouting outside to say, "Mr. President, we cannot confirm Loretta or not No, the National Assembly will subject that nomination to legislative procedure. And what is the procedure? Now, the woman appeared before the Senate today for screening. Today? Yes, she appeared today. So, they will ask her questions. The Senate Committee on INEC will ask her questions. PDP members are members of that committee. APC members are earlier. It's not a one-sided thing. Mm. Now, after asking her questions, it is the committee that now conclude from the responses an interview session, like job interview. They will now submit a report to the plenary that we screen five people for this position. So, 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 and poor, proving to be qualified for the job. The, this person, for so, so reason, the Senate, we don't, we are not recommending her. So, we now wait and see what this screening, what the INEC committee will do to the Senate at plenary. Whether they will listen to Nigerians or, or not. And do their okay, no, it's all right. It's so, all it's right. a procedure. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's come back to this electronic transmission of results. But then you just even said, you said, there's a, there's a legislative procedure. Yes. And then, that they, when I even raised the issue, that why is it that they could, when this allegation was raised, that that provision was expunged, they would have quickly called the media that very day <laughs> and said, you said no. Okay, in the process of waiting for the legislative procedure, what of, if they go back and Nicodemusly insert that provision the way it was Nicodemusly removed? That would be in public interest, in public good. It's okay. After that's what the public wants. Mm. And then you will not say it was, at the end that's of the day you tell us that it was they will not say it, there were all those. Uh, if they repent of that sins, if they repent of that sins, no problem. If they repent of that sins, no problem. No problem. Let that's us what accept it. Want. What we need <laughs> as is we know. the yeah. at least the outburst <laughs> and the outcry would have achieved this purpose. Yeah, exactly. Uh, meanwhile, there is also an, a new electoral bill. There's a, there's a particular bill here that where the before the national the assembly is proposing two million. Naira fine for imprisonment for a term, not more than two years, or both for anyone who sells or offers to sell his or her voter card. Okay, I don't know where that provision is. You know, we have two bills. Mm. There is the Electoral Act 2010 Amendment Bill mm. 2021. Yes. Then there is a fresh bill entirely mm. proposing to set up Electoral Offenses Commission. Commission. All of them are geared towards sanitizing the electoral process. Mm. So I don't know whether this provision is in that one to punish offenders or is in the Electoral act, but whatever it is, they are all for one purpose mm. to make sure we have a yes. Yeah, the, the, bill, the, the bill is also proposing imprisonment for a term, not more yes, than one sir. year, for anyone who registers twice 
in the voter I'm looking at the sanction here, the penalty here. In fact, there's another one. If you if you present fake certificates, you will be sanctioned. Your party, who which refused to do due diligence, will be sanctioned. Two million naira or two years in prison. Judge, the sale of voters, your vote, selling of your vote. I want to believe that um, the politician knows what they are doing when they impoverish the people because they know that with uh, uh, 500 naira because 500 naira is a lot of money for somebody who has not eaten for a whole day or so you know so this that is where the um, electronic transmission of results is very very important for for us as a nation to get it right in our um, electoral process like i said the politicians they know what they are doing and uh, they know that if they deprive the people of certain things they will be willing to to play ball to sell their votes during the election so i think um just as we have been discussing here nigerians should be on the neck of the lawmakers to do the right thing well um, um to me votes buying um votes trading has taken the center stage in the nation electoral atmosphere but i will also advise that voters should be enlightened on this that once you sell your votes you are selling your rights because they fail to understand this as well as those selling the votes as well as those buying should be penalized too i yeah. think that should be yeah, considered yeah. See, the thing is um, the selling of votes is um, a complete lack of confidence in the political system. They are they are they have given up on you know on the politicians to deliver on their promises. That's why some people say, well, let me take the one I can send them because this we want to get there. I want to see them again. They will just go there and take, you know care only about their own interests. Like somebody who used to be in the House of the National Assembly said, when I was there, was it was surprised that. All the all the all the discussions we have about how they can benefit themselves and their own kin, not nothing for the general people, just for them and their family. That's the only only people, only thing they were talking about. So this voter also thinks that believes that these people are just there for themselves. That's why anything he sees, he takes it now because he knows he may not get another thing. He will not get a good road, not get a good school, he can't go to a hospital. You know, all those, you know, different ones, he will not see them. But it is wrong. Yes, the question I was even asking, see those, what, who are, uh, those who are selling the vote, uh, eh, should also be penalized. Yeah, they are not criminalizing those who are committing the offense. What I was even going Bible to ask, give and take. What I was even going to ask. What I was even going to ask is: they should yeah? provide is this to, penalty two years imprisonment? Not or too much. Final, is it? Is it, is, it, is it enough? Yes. Is it enough to actually? Detect? I think. Yes. Yes, it is enough because the whole process of vote buying and vote trading. Is destroying the principles of democracy. Yeah, well, I know it's, that, but it's destroying it. If you if 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 you now arrest somebody, especially those politicians themselves, and say you're guilty of vote buying, two million is too small. Is is too small for a politician to say it will be difficult for you. Well, no, I believe no, this one is for those who are for those. Like two million. I don't those think selling their votes to those who are those who are buying it. There is. 
That is true. I think yeah, I think yeah, yeah. What we have here is the 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 provision says selling. Sorry. I don't think it's only about vote. Of course, it can't be one side. It can't be one side. In that case, uh, so now, so by the common Nigeria who sells his vote might easily go to jail, mm. but the politician who buys it, who has a lot of money, who has a lot so of I, money. I think, who? I think, if if Nigerians have, um, um, if there are, if there is awareness about the danger of uh, vote buying, I think it will go a long way. There's awareness. People are just too hungry <laughs> to care. There's awareness. <laughs> There's a owner, they know. They just feel that if this will go, they will not see them again. Because they have lost confidence, you know, in the politicians. But what I'm saying to this question you are asking now is, I think that the gravity of the sentence, the punishment should be different. The, the instigator of the crime is a person that wants to sell, to buy vote. He should suffer more. I believe, I think that the politician who wants to buy vote should be barred from the political system. Yeah, I think Completely. I I, I it agree. Should be removed. It should be because banned. Because there is an inducement. Yes, they should be banned from the way. If, you, if you don't, a hungry Nigeria who, out, you see a hungry Nigeria who not bow to that inducement. Yeah, and you plan if he did that because he's hungry and he because needs that money to survive. Mm-hmm. You you not say should, the position that says that buys votes should be banned <laughs> for the political system. Okay, finally, finally, um, uh, this one is for you before we run up. See. The governors of the southern part of the country also rejected the exclusive jurisdiction of pre election matters on the federal high court. You understand? Um, Kunde, I know you are a legal expert. And uh, what do you think towards this direction? Because time is now. Well, um, there are. I think the governments may be. The governors may be right because if they have to uh, concentrate. On federal court to hear election matters alone. Pre-election matters. Pre-election matters. It will delay the process. It, and uh, uh, I think another thing, another angle I am looking at it is that uh, uh, maybe the governors may have one or two influence on the state courts in their favor if they allow election pre-election matters to go there so i if you look at it in both ways they both have advantages and disadvantages so that's okay. my take on that okay listener that is the much we can take for today's edition of big issue join us same time for yet another edition of this program for now it's bye thank you this program is brought to you by leadership podcast from the stable of leadership media group